This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Jazzy sounds of Power Talk, the Wednesday, what, the Wednesday edition of it. Yes, it is Bafana Wednesday um, because it's a big showdown at 7 o'clock, but it's Innovation Wednesday this time around. And we're going to focus on Waste Recycling Initiative. But interesting because it's a different one. It has an element of funerals in it. Okay. So, which is quite fascinating. We know so much about uh, waste recyclers, but I never heard of waste recycling that has a bit of a, that is a bit of a connection to, to funerals. So, it, it, it demonstrates that bit of innovation, so which is quite important, and we're going to explore to find out how does it work? How do you ensure that uh, there's waste recycling and then there's an element of um, the funeral towards it? The innovator himself was joining us in the studio this morning, Smangam Tembu. Good morning, Bob, and welcome. Good morning, good morning. How are you doing, my good sir? Uh, I'm all good. I'm all good. Why do you look so shy? <laughs> <laughs> you know, Ash. You know. <laughs> it's, it's my first time in studio, so this for me is it's a big moment. So, uh, excuse me if I'm looking a bit shy, but I'm okay. I'm good to go. <laughs> oh, ta 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 smanga. <laughs> There's always a first time, and that's what we do here at Power. We appreciate uh, Black Excellent. We appreciate Black people who are who are doing great things, and this is the platform for you guys. So that next time when we make millions, you must not forget. You must come back here and say thank you, Power. Oh, thank you. Thank yeah, you so much for I'm advertising my company. Okay, firstly, yeah. let's talk about how did you get into the recycling business, Smano? The recycling business. Um, the first time I started researching about the recycling, it was actually because of your waste pickers, you know, your people who go through your pins in the morning. Back then, I was unemployed, dropouts, just out of university, only two, two years, couldn't finish my third year. It was because of your finances. So what really happened is that when I was home, I could see these people who was going through the pins. So I got to do a little bit of research. Doing that research, I got in contact with a company called Petco. And Petco, it gave me all the relevant information that I would need if I wanted to start um, recycling. Mm. We normally refer it to, uh, to it as a, a buyback center. Okay. Whereby people, they bring in their waste and we give them money for it. Yeah. So from Petco, I researched and I found out that no, these people, they're actually going through the bins to sell to buyback centers. And your buyback centers, they sell to bigger recliners. So from there, my mission was to establish a buyback center. Oh, okay. Mm. Interesting. And how long ago was that after you, you dropped out from, from Varsity? Varsity, I started my first year in 2010. Up until 2011, 2012, I was at home. Mm. The research, I began it around 2013. That's when I started to do my research. I registered the company back in 2015, but I was still young. I was a young boy, you know, <laughs> with big dreams. I thought yeah. everything would come in a flash. I yeah. didn't know that there was a journey I'd need to walk. Mm. Hence, I'm here today. I'm still pushing, you know. Mm. It's been, what, eight years now, mm. but I'm proud of where we are today because, you know, 
Umparati Recyclers right now, it really has weight. It really has your following, you know. Yeah. The things that we're doing in our community, yeah. they're only now starting to show and reflect. So you've got an eight-year journey on your belt. Yes, 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 yes. As an entrepreneur. Yes, yes. Wow. Yes. So you never worked for Umlungu <laughs> after you dropped out, or did you? Yeah. Or did you work somewhere ah, to raise have, money? I have, so I have, yeah, I have, okay. I have. Mm. Because you know, um, yeah, that that element of going to work it actually teaches us entrepreneurs something. I don't think you could just be an entrepreneur without getting into the workplace first. You know, mm. I've worked before. But mostly it was just to raise funds for the company, you understand? When I'm saying eight years, I'm not saying I've been functioning or operating for eight years. Most of the time it was research-based. Ah, okay. I was always doing research, mm. trying to get my foundation, my groundwork solid so that when I sweat, I, you know, I've already eliminated a few factors that might hinder me in mm. the future. So research was very, very pivotal to me to get to where I am today. Yeah. Yeah. No, interesting stuff. So tell me, uh, Smanga, in your journey, you know we have a, a ministry of small department, they've got the funding issues and all those kind of things. Have you ever reached out to the to, to the ministry of small business development for funding yes, or yes, yes. or you just decided to hereza yourself because <laughs> you're in a hereza business anyway? <laughs> no, no, no. You know, mm. being an entrepreneur and that research element, it teaches you a lot. I won't lie and say I haven't reached out to some government departments. I have. Mm. And in the past, I've only received help from the National Youth Development Agency. Mm. They're the ones who trained me. I got my business training certificate from them. So you could say it's not Mm. big, but back then for me, as a starting up entrepreneur, they really showed me that, you know what, some businesses, they do this, they do that. Mm. So you can find your own. So from there... I got a grant from them. That grant was less than 10,000 rand. Mm. And that's how I got my first scale. Mm. So, yeah, I did receive a bit of um, funding wow. from the government. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. So, research is quite important because it also led you to the appropriate places and so on and so mm, forth. Exactly. Now, exactly. Let's, let's, let's talk about the challenge. You have done your research extensively. You have um, done whatever that you can do. Now the question is, um, Smanga, because you need land now. Pila pila kuma bupari we na rubisa ramadum. Or ramadum buma rawira nyuku. Let the late brasa di boy go with the treasure of pirate. The rubisa ramadum buma raira zaga brasa. All right, so the issue of land. How was the process, and and where did you identify land? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, recycling, to be able to do it, you really need space. You need a piece of land to operate and be able to establish that pipeline center, which I mentioned earlier on. It was one of the most difficult processes I had to go through, identifying land. But around my area, I already knew of an old school that was closed down. It was no longer being utilized, Mm. and it had been a couple of years. Mm. So what I did, I approached the councillor, the local ward councillor, and I asked her, I need space there. I saw that there's a dumping site there. Mm, mm. Can I at least try and clean it up and work from there? Mm. And she told me, no, to lease this type of um, premises, you need to approach the Department of Infrastructure. Mm. Hence, I'm saying, hey, my research was really pivotal. Mm. I went there to the Department of Infrastructure. Mm. When I got there, I think the process took about two weeks, but I finally found out who owned the land. Not as in owing, but 
he had already leased the land through the department. So okay. I had to get a lease through from him, mm. but through the department. Yeah. So from there, I approached the gentleman. The gentleman was named um, Mr. Mputsi Mputsi. When I called him, I introduced myself. I told him, which, you know, my name is Manga, you know. I'm trying to do one, two, three. I'm trying to build. I can clean up that dumping site. And he told me that I've been trying to clean that place for years. Mm. You'll never do it. <laughs> He challenged me. <laughs> he just straight up. He said, I've been <laughs> to do this thing. I went up for it. Because it was, it was a real, 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 real problem. Because yeah. it's, you, sometimes mm. you would imagine in your mind that it's a small dumping area. No, yeah. no, no. Mm. That was the size of, size of a soccer field. Because wow. the land I was looking at, mm. it was it used to be part of the school, but it was a soccer field. Mm. But now, it was a dumping area. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It was mm. a, a huge area. So, yeah. it was a bit of a challenge. So, I took it upon myself and told him, if... I can clean this place up. Can I work here? Mm. Tell me you can catch your lease for at least 15 years if you can clean this place up. Really? And I did exactly that, yes. How, Smanga? How did the process start of cleaning up? Pele, dumping side. And then, but it must be. So how did you clean it up? You know, for such, you have to have hearts because I tried to catch your skipper companies, you know. Yeah. Back then, I was coming out of work with a little bit of money that I had, I took out from work, you know, mm, mm. leaving the job. So when I tried to outsource, I found out that cleanings that side of air, it could cost around about six to 70,000 rand. Wow. Money I didn't have. Yeah, yeah. So mm. that's when I went back to government. Mm. I approached, pick it up. Yeah. I stood on their neck. Mm. I was there every day. Yeah. They ended up knowing me that, no, there's a guy called Smang and he wants uh, his place cleaned up. Every time I went there, they told me tractors, they are not available. They are not available. <laughs> I ended asking them, I want to see them for myself. Can I see that they are not working? They showed me that, no, they are broken down. But as soon as they are fixed, we're coming to you, my guy. I think that process took at least around about six months. But when those tractors finally pulled through, that guy called me up and he told me, would say, you stood on my neck, now I'm here to clean and you're not even here. <laughs> I dropped everything, everything I was doing and ran to him. When I got there... I found him cleaning up the place. He had two tractors in place, four skipper pins. It took around three days to clean the place up, but he really did. And right after that, all I did was to fence it up. Smanga, repeat what you just said. You got a call from this person from Pick It Up, and he told you that I'm here and you are not here. You said, what did you do? I dropped everything I was doing at that time. And I left it and I ran to that guy. I got there and I saw magic happening in front of my eyes. I think that was one of the greatest days in my life because it was a reaffirmation. It was reaffirmation for me that, you know what, I can really establish a payback center here. So by running to the site, did you literally mean running or did you drive to the site? <laughs> Back then we didn't even have a vehicle. That's it! <laughs> That's why I'm saying, repeat what you said. I dropped everything and I ran to the side. So, it was not a figure of speech. Mm. It was not a metaphor. No, I literally You literally ran yes, there because yes. at that time you didn't have a car. Yes. yes Do you have a yes. car now? We've got a vehicle now. <laughs> the company is coming up all right. <laughs> Innovation Wednesday yeah. with uh, Smang. I'm Tim with uh, uh, running a, a a waste recycling company called Umpagati. And when you mentioned the fact that you were you were known at Pick It Up because you were going there every day, yes. you reminded me, um, Smanga, of an executive program I was doing at Gibbs. 
where they gave us, not even give us an example, where they took us to Alexandra, to a lady who was running an NGO, I think Kumam Bridget, if I'm not mistaken. And you see something unique about her. Mm. It's what you did. When she wants something, she will go every day to whatever until she got the thing. Yeah, and that's yeah. entrepreneurship. It doesn't yeah. matter whether you're running an NGO or a company or so on. It's just persistence, yeah, so, which I find it very, very interesting. Now let's look at the name itself. Why do you call yourself Umpagati? Umpagati. Where we are from, you know, it's a community whereby, you know, we have a lot of social ills, you know. So it's it's about one of the most hardcore places in Soweto, you know. People from that place usually they don't expect a lot from us. So mm. when I established this company, I thought, you know what, it needs to at least inspire a couple of people, at mm. least the younger generation after me. Mm. And what other name combines people than the name Umparat, which means mm. community. Yeah. So this is for the community. Everything we are doing here, it needs to revolve around the community. Hence, even the social innovation, we didn't rename it. We continued with Umparati Recyclers, the burial scheme. Mm. That's all we could do because we want to continue that element of community. Yeah, okay. So I understand the name. Now, here's an element of innovation I want us to focus on because you mentioned that you speak about funerals. Yes, yes, yes. How does, how does, how does your business of recycling link with funerals. With funerals. Mm. You know, actually, I came up, I came across this idea by accident. I think I was at work, it was a Friday evening, one lady, my mom, she's, she's of age, she came through, you know, you could see in her eyes that she's not okay. Mm. But she had at least 500 to 600 kgs of white paper by then. Mm. White paper is to HL1. It's one of the highest paying commodities. Mm -hmm. So after she weighed it, I think it went to around 3,000 rand. Mm. And then I asked this lady, where did you collect it from? She told me, I've been collecting it from work. I told her, I'm impressed. Then I asked her, what are you going to do with this money? She told mm. me, no, you not. Just lost my son. Mm. I don't have anything right now, you know. Mm. I'm just trying to get whatever I can, hustle some money from anywhere and anywhere just to conduct this funeral, you know. Mm. That really, really hit me deep, you know. Mm. So right after then, you know, I sat down and I said, you know what, maybe these people, they don't need money in return, you know. They just need a helping hand. Yeah. Hence the Umparati Recyclers Burial Scheme. I figured that, you know what, because these people, they're already collecting their waste, mm. they add value to it. Mm. If they can bring in their waste to me, mm. I can cover them with equipment only in the event of a funeral. Yeah. But it's not just funeral um, equipment. Mm. Our main goal is to provide a dignified funeral. Yeah, yeah. So the equipment that we set out to give to our clients, we set out to give up the top class, top notch equipment, which was made possible by the SAP Foundation. Mm. We were the finalists in 2021. We came up for place for Umparati Recyclers, the burial scheme, because they understood that we could actually fill a social need so through their funding, we were able to purchase your vehicles, we were able to purchase your tents, we got proper mentorship, proper training. So, you know, right now, Umparate Recyclers has really grown because, you know what, it's shown that social aspect and also showed that entrepreneurial aspect. So we don't say we're helping people, no, we are also a business, we're here to make profit, but mm. through this, we are also helping people bury their loved ones. Mm. 
Okay. Um, maybe explain it to me a little bit better, this Mangam Temple, because uh, I was thinking the funeral element of it is that you guys, after the funeral, that's where you clean up and so on and so forth. It's it's not that, okay? If you say you're buying your your members or clients top-notch equipment, what, 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 what is that? So... When you are a member, we collect on a weekly first. Okay. That means you'll have your plastic bag at home. Mm. So let's say you finished with your Coke, mm. your beverage, or whatever mm. recyclable you have in your house. Just need to put it in that bag. We come through on a Wednesday. We collect on a Wednesday. That's how you could become a member. So, oh, so you basically go and collect. Yes, they yes. don't come you don't need to... to come. Go to house. Go madlang. You used to call it madlang. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you no, go no, no. to there. All yeah, right. Go mm. For the convenience and to also show that level of, you know, appearance so that they know that we really do exist. We yeah. go to them and communicate with them. So after that process, you become a member. And when you are a member, if anything happens in that household, because we cover households, we don't cover individuals. Yeah. Anyone who resides in that household, that address, mm. we can conduct a funeral for them. Oh. So what we usually do, if something happens, you come through, you claim. When you claim the first day, the first thing we bring, we bring your mobile toilet. Yeah. I know it's very important, especially mm. in the black communities. Mm. We bring your mobile toilet. After then, we make sure we bring your gas stoves, your pots. Mm. Your hair, your house, nine kg cylinder. Mm. Right after then, we ask you, what else do you need? Because some people, it's not that they want the full package. Yeah, they just okay. want mm. some equipment that they cannot access at that time. Yeah. So usually, we give them your tents, we give them your green carpets, your red carpets, we give them your Tiffany chairs, they get a mobile fridge, their mm. mobile toilet, you know, all wow. in the effort of, you know, Giving even the poorest of the poor person yeah. a, dignified, a dignified funeral. funeral. Yes, ah, yes. interesting. So now, from the example you gave about uh, Umama who came through and then weighed in and then say, you know, 3,000 rands and so mm-hmm. on and so forth. So does it really mean now that they are no longer getting the money? So yes. the money it's invested into this into, into this particular funeral. Scheme. Yes, 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 okay. Yes, yes. All right. Are there now... Um, quantities that they should work on. Uh, how, how does you? Uh, 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 how do you do that in terms of quantities? Yes, yes, as yes. Well? Yeah. How that works? We found out that doing our prototype years, we found out that you know, if you go through quantities, it actually doesn't um, guarantee whatever you can get from the community because this week you can get two cages next week five cages it yeah. all depends mm. on the timing because end of the month there's so many recyclables people are doing their groceries during yes. the month there's less so mm. you couldn't depend on quantities so mm. for our clients what we did instead we have three levels of cover you know mm. so when you're a joining member you're just starting out your zero to six months they will only cover you for your tent and toilet. Yeah, but okay. As you continue to be a member, let's say you cover that six months you're going towards a year, mm. then you start to include your other equipment, your green grass, your red carpets. Mm. Ultimately, after you reach two to three years, you get the full cover. Mm. Whereby you can get the whole shipping by mm. just bringing in your recyclables. So all you're trying to do is just to get people to be loyal to the burial scheme yeah. whilst we're also conducting our work, cleaning up the community, mm. making sure that mm. we divert these materials from going into the bin from going into the landfills mm. from now everything it comes to me 
that's the deal we have if you are a member. Yeah. Okay. Yes, yeah. And then how many members do you have? <laughs> because it must be interesting. Yes, I mean, you yes. must have an army. Mm, you must mm. have an army. No, no, too. no. The prototype we started yeah. up in White City Chabaf because that's where we are, you know. Yes. I think you should start from where you are. Yeah, yes. People don't mm. know me there already. Yeah. We started with only 50 households because it's not individuals. Yeah, it's households. Yeah, yeah. We, wow, that's brilliant. catchment area one, mm. catchment area two. Mm. So from those two, that prototype was then that we got funding from the SAP Foundation because yeah. they understood that we could grow this. Yes. So through the funding, we were mm. challenged to grow it. Yeah. And we actually went from, it was 2022, we went from 50 members to at least 1,005 members. Yeah. We could have increased that number, but we wanted to see, can we handle this capacity? Yes. Just in case multiple funerals, they okay. Mm. So after that, I saw that, no man, we can handle this. Yeah. And even if we can't, let's just get more equipment. Mm. So from there, we just moved from the 1,005 members. Mm. Right now, we're sitting at almost 6,000 households. What? Yes, yes. Yo. When Yo. City Chabab alone has like 18,000 households. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, wow. it's congested, but mm. there's um, lots of households. So also looking at other areas right now. Yeah. So that we can cover people, you know. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So in terms, you do have an army of clients. Yeah. Now let's talk about the people that you employ at Umpagati. So mm. do, 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 do you employ people and how many if so? Yes, yes, yes. Right now, Umpati Recyclers is standing at six employees. That's a lot. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Full time. It's full time yeah. employees. Mm. It's four guys and two ladies. Mm. Mm. I think only two are over the age of 35. But from these six people, the two ladies, they are loose for recru your recruitment. Yeah. They are the ones who go out into the ah, field. They tell yes. people about this, you know. Yeah. They check up on our previous clients. The salespeople. Yes, yes. yes, yes. <laughs> the sales My sales ladies. ladies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mostly I use yeah. them for the field because I don't mm. want to use them on site. On site, yeah. yeah. I, you need mm. muscle for the site. Yes. So when I hire, I hire, you know, not biasly, but yeah. like I've got jobs for the ladies, <laughs> I've got yeah. jobs for the no, guys. Sure. But yeah, 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 yeah. So, yo. Time flew, man. Smagam uh, <laughs> Tembu, innovator and founder of Umpagati Recyclers. As we conclude in a minute's time. So now, once all this um, army of people, of clients have brought in all these things, you process it and so on, and then you sell it or yes. you, you take it to bigger the, the bigger. Yes, ah, okay. Yes, yes, yes. And then you're sorted in terms of that. You're making good money. That's how we make our money. Yeah. That's that's our main, main, main uh, source of revenue. Yeah. Because every time we weigh these things, we get something for it. Yeah. And what's the advantage right now is that, I'll make an example for your PET bottles. Right now, they stand at three rand a kilo. Mm. Collecting from these 6,000 households, it guarantees me in a week that I can at least get to three to four tons of plastics alone. Mm. So... Just by getting that to the recliners, I get something okay. of which, you know, I can multiply three them three rent by three tons. Then I know that, you know what, from this week's innovation, I made this much. I'm getting that material for free from the people. Yeah. My job is just to get it to the recliners. So it's good money for us. I won't lie. Yo, that's how we come to the end of our Innovation Wednesday waste recycling initiative that injects proceeds towards community funerals. Mangam Tembu, the, the innovator and founder of Umpakati Recyclers. We thank you very much. If people want to get in touch with you, how do they do that uh, with the company? Oh, okay. We've got a company WhatsApp line. 
Uh, it's a zero seven zero seven one zero two four three four one four for people who know want to join via WhatsApp. But if you want to check us on our socials, we've got Umpalati Recyclers under Facebook. You'll also find us under Instagram Umpalati Recyclers. Yeah, you can even Google us, man. If you Google us, I think you can get a whole shopping. Just go on Google and type in Umpalati Recyclers. That's where you'll get us there. Smanga, Oscar, we are going to be Ramadumbu, As long we are Zaga, Ramadumbu, Ajebuduari, you make money. Thank you very much, Smanga. Thank, you, thank you so much for having me, guys. It was really good to be in studio today. Yeah. Hey, what an experience for me. Thank you to the listeners at home as well. Hey. <laughs> oh, oh, the shy man is now the man. <laughs> Yeah, virginity broken. Power Studios. <laughs> yeah, I'm a man now. <laughs> You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.